Ladies and guys who hate lockdowns and mask mandates. Andy here, author of the best Tinder guide on the internet. This is the Kill Your Inner Loser show. Let's fucking go. Hello, Miss Imogen. Hi. How the fuck are you? Yeah. I- <laughs> Things could be better. They certainly could. Mm. So, we are currently, our state has gone into a lockdown and we have mask mandates mm-hmm. outside, inside, mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the country has gone pretty batshit insane as well. If they weren't already over the COVID shit. There's states that have got mask mandates and lockdowns with zero cases. Just because they may, like, they're scared that they may have COVID. Because neighbouring states have COVID. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys didn't think Australia was already batshit insane... Now you fucking know. Like, yeah. we, we're pursuing this zero COVID strategy, as mm-hmm. in no one is allowed to have a case of COVID ever anywhere in the country, which is obviously utterly insane when you stop and think about that. Like, you don't eradicate a virus. The only one we did was polio. Was it polio? It wasn't polio. We eradicated one. Maybe it was polio. And that took, like, fucking 70 years of vaccines and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You don't eradicate a virus by just locking down. But we're pursuing this strategy... We locked down over like four cases this state. Like I said, Mm -hmm. other states are locking down over none. We're not going to dwell on this negative stuff too much because that's kind of the point of today's podcast is to you guys, most of you, if you're new, you won't know this, but you know how I feel about lockdowns. You know how I feel about COVID. You know how I feel about government intervention. You know how I feel about all of that kind of shit. If you're new, all I need to say is locking down over four cases is fucking ridiculous. And I will never be on board with totalitarian mandates and stuff like that. I'll never be okay with police locking people up in their home and stuff like that. I'll never be okay with that. I don't think anyone should be okay with that. We've talked about this way more, I think, in one of the first podcasts. Plenty of podcasts, yeah. Yeah, Ages ago. Yeah, this has come up in about five podcasts now. So, if you're interested, you can go back and, and look that up. Just search for lockdowns or search for COVID. You know, I've talked about that in the past, but- Essentially, yesterday, when the lockdown was announced, you and I decided, let's be as positive as we possibly can, which is something that we've gotten better at the more- This is like the fucking seventh time we've had a lockdown. This country is fucking batshit insane. Like, literally batshit fucking insane. Like, people think that COVID is going to kill them. By the way, in the whole country, we've had one COVID death this year. We've had more deaths from the vaccine than COVID. So- at this point, I'm happy to say COVID's a fucking scam. Like, let's just, I had someone, it's funny, someone left a, a comment on my thing where he was like, I, you know, I'm a little annoyed that you seem to think COVID is a scam. Yeah, sure. Let's just say COVID is a scam. You heard that, copy that, quote that, me that, I don't care. COVID's a fucking scam. Lockdowns are a fucking scam. But we've gotten better the more this has happened at being less victim, mm. less passive. Yeah. Because it got to a point where it's like, we can't keep doing that. We can't keep just yeah being helpless because it feels yes. terrible. It feels very passive. I'm sure you guys would understand when I say this. If the government and the rest of society says, basically, you can't leave your home, you have to wear a mask every time you go outside, which, by the way, I don't wear masks. Like, that's not something I'm ever going to do. So, And neither do you. So, that means every time we go outside, we have to get abused and risk several thousand dollars worth of fines and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not fun going outside without a mask. It's it's just not fun. Mm. And we're basically one of, there's like 5%, maybe like 3% of the population that won't wear a mask. Mm. 
And most of them wear it whenever anyone is around. So in terms of people who like make a stand and say, I'm not wearing a mask no matter what, it, that's like fucking 0.1% of the population here. It, it feels very, it can make you feel very passive mm. to have this long list of stuff that you're supposedly not allowed to do. I love how the government can tell me what I'm not allowed to do. And people will then say, oh, but that, the government does tell That's the point of government. It's like, yeah, fine. But to this level. There's a long list of things that you're not allowed to do. And so that can make you feel very like passive, mm. very like hopeless of like, well, everything I enjoy has been canceled. We can't go for a walk outside because people fucking harass us because we can't, we don't have masks. And previously we couldn't even leave five kilometers from our home and shit like that. So you literally can't go outside very much. There's only four reasons you can go outside. You know, there's a million of these like restrictions, right? It can put you in this very passive, hopeless sort of place like mentally emotionally spiritually like if i if all the things i enjoy i can't do mm -hmm. what's the point like we can't sleep with other girls together like we can't we can't go to bars and, and meet new girls we can't mm -hmm. go outside for a walk just the two of us we can't go to the gym all the gyms are closed we can't go to the shops because they're all closed apart from like two big supermarkets you know there's all this stuff that we enjoy doing we had a bunch of stuff booked in, massages. We were going to go to that cool axe throwing place. We're mm -hmm. going to throw the axes. We're going to go do float tanks. We're going to go to a shooting range and learn to shoot. Like there's a bunch of shit that we want to do over the next couple of months or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it looks like that's just, you know, lockdown. Who fucking knows, right? It puts you in this very like passive mindset of like, oh, I can't do anything. It's all hopeless. And it's almost like depression. It, it is. And I think that's kind of what happened the first what time in when we were in yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like three, four, five months at some point. And like a it, long period of time. Yeah. It literally, it was at some point just depressing because you're like, I feel like hopeless, gross when I wake up because. Yeah. Like, what's the point of anything? Everything's cancelled. Mm, the days all start rolling into each other. You don't yeah. feel like you're moving forward with your life. <clears> like, yeah. Yeah. And what we wanted to do with this podcast is have a little bit of the the negative stuff to give mm. you guys some context at the start to like sort of lay the groundwork and then talk about what we're doing about it. Because mm -hmm. like I said, that's something that we've gotten much better at over time is going like, okay, the rest of the world or the rest of the country is going batshit insane. All the fucking normies outside think the world is falling down because we have a COVID case. They're all acting irrational and insane. They're telling us we can't go outside. What are we going to do now? Rather than like, oh, it's hopeless. We can't do anything. So the first thing I did yesterday when the, they announced it was I immediately jumped online and I ordered a bunch of like bar, uh, dumbbells and like weights and stuff like that. I still need, I ordered a, a bench as well, like a, a workout bench, bench press bench. Mm -hmm. I need to order some barbells and shit as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'll do that in the next day or two. And there was this thought in my head where I was like, oh, this is a waste of money. This is like, you know, $400, $500. Like, I can't afford this. And then I was like, no, 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 don't be Mr. Passive. That's what I used to do in the past with this lockdown shit. Just throw the money at the problem and fix the fucking problem immediately. The next thing I did was I went to my uh, group of friends, my Telegram group. Like, I have an awesome bunch of guys in there. <clears throat> and I basically said, like, we're going into lockdowns. What do you guys reckon I should do with, like, workouts? So, they gave me, like, you know some exercises. They were the ones that told me to buy the dumbbells. I hit up my bodybuilding coach and I said like, hey coach, like what should I do at home? Whereas in the past, last time this happened, I was just like, I can't go to the gym. What's the point? I'm not even going to try. Like I gave up. It wasn't consistent. And you're doing the same shit. You're going to get some workout routines from your gym. Yeah. Yeah. And I, last night, because I was feeling a little bit shitty about it all, I wrote like a big list of things that I want to get done mm -hmm. and like a plan. Basically like 
how I could best recreate the life that I would usually have if we weren't yeah. having lockdowns. Yeah, all the stuff that's been cancelled, what can we replace that with? Mm. Like, like what backup plan do we have? Like, we can't go yeah. to the gym, so what are we going to do instead? We can't go outside and walk, so we're driving to a national park where there's no fucking retards around and they can't tell you what to do. Yeah. They can't harass you, so you just walk around. Yeah, and I guess just also feeling any bonus time with- Productive. Just, yeah, productive, like, mm. e- like being even more productive, like getting more things done, all of like, mm. tick off some old like to-do list things. Mm-hmm. Now that there's extra time. Yeah. Like for you, you're doing a bunch of art because you're doing an, an art 365 project. So, you're doing a piece of art every day. Mm-hmm. I am going to knuckle down with some podcasts and bang out a bunch of podcasts because I'm doing a podcast a day as well or a, a YouTube video a day. I'm, I'm, we're both coming up towards the end of it. I think there's only like 35 days left. Alcohol we're like pretty much day. finished. But yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to bang out a bunch, get ahead of that shit. Um, obviously got coaching clients and stuff like that to work on. Basically, like, what can we do to replace the stuff we can't do with what we can do? Mm-hmm. And this is something, a theme I see a lot of people do. We we had a, a guy email um, yesterday. Th- this happens a lot. So, maybe I won't single this guy out. But, like, someone will email with, like, a bunch of stuff that they can't do. Mm-hmm. They'll say, I can't talk to girls in my area because I'm shy or my parents are overly protective and so I can't date girls or I can't do this. I can't go to the gym because I have no money. I can't hit you up for coaching because I have no money. I can't do this. Like they'll, they'll say everything they can't mm-hmm. do. They'll give a list of problems, but what they won't do is give you any solutions. It's like they haven't even sat down and thought, well, how do I solve these problems? And that's, we call that hopelessness when you're just saying it's hopeless. Like, I can't change this. It. What am I going to do about it? It's hopeless. It's very easy to fall into that trap. Yeah. And I think from what you've told me, it's almost like they're trying to give you a big laundry list of reasons why that, like, things are absolutely hopeless. Like, any- mm-hmm. re- They've almost tried to buffer against any reason that you could possibly give. They've already thought about it and told yeah. you why they can't do it. Yeah. And why their case is really genuinely, like, hopeless. And they're, like, the absolute number one victim. And it never is hopeless. It's always the gayest reasons ever. I mean, how many of you listening right now have said this? Oh, it's easy for Andy, like in your head, it's easy for Andy to get laid because he's tall or he's white. Like what kind of bullshit, dumbass fucking excuse is that? Oh, I'm short, so therefore I can't get laid. It's like wear height increasing shoes, hit on girls that are shorter than you, max your looks and and start working on yourself so you look better so girls don't really give a fuck about your height. Stop being so damn insecure about it. Like go and read books, go and do some CBT, go and talk to a counselor. Talk to me if you want to and say, can I get laid as a short guy? Go and watch the interview I did with Ed, who by the way is five foot six who was a virgin at 31 with erectile dysfunction, a million other fucking issues. He used to be super depressed and he gets laid now. Like, there are things you can do. There are always things you can do. And that is the point that we're coming to in this podcast is we were sort of sitting there feeling like, oh, God, here we go again. Like, it's all hopeless. We can't do anything. It's like, no, no, no. Like, what stuff can we do? And when you get out a piece of paper or when you sit down and brainstorm or you talk to you know, you're basically my accountability partner. When you talk to your accountability partner and you start brainstorming, you realize there's a million things I can do right now in this moment. Like, guys, I, I really want to get this across. We're, we're in fucking lockdown. Like, we're not allowed to go out and do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, under those circumstances, I think most people would agree, sure, you can just do nothing. Like, you can. that's a good time to do nothing. Like, most people, most fucking faggots, that's what I'm going to call anyone who does this, 
most fucking losers who sit at home and go like, oh, I'm going to use this to watch Netflix. And, you know, I'm just going to drink a lot. And I'm, which is like the average human being, right? Just piece of shit, absolute piece of shit human being. I'm going to do nothing with this time. It's like, it's very easy to fall into that trap. It's very fucking easy to say, well, we're in lockdown. Like we got to stay home. You know, let's just do nothing. But yeah. there's always something you can do. Particularly when your first response, like, as people that are very opposed to lockdowns, that, like, you yeah. are feeling very negative and angry and upset. Mm-hmm. You don't- <laughs> The first instinct isn't to go out there and be super productive yeah. and be like, yeah, let's go, let's do this. You're like, fuck yeah. this, I'm angry. Yes. Like, I want to self-medicate. I want to do nothing because yes. I feel shitty. Yes. Yeah, good point. And it, it can be difficult to then transition to, I want to do something productive to help people, which is the point of these podcasts, these videos. I want to go and help my audience. I want to go and give them a message, which I think you can see is what we're trying to do right here in this fucking video. I could sit here and be very negative. I want to. I desperately want to. But the point is to give you guys something to tell you, look for problems. Oh, sorry, look for solutions, not problems. There's always something you can do. Even in the worst circumstances ever, there's more shit you can do. Even if you're in fucking prison, there is shit you can do. Read books, work on your mindset, go to the gym. I think everyone kind of knows that stereotype of like, you're in prison, so you go to the gym, you get really swole. It's like, yeah, like that's, use that time productively. No matter where you are, there will never be a time in your entire life where you can't do anything, ever, Mm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. Even if you're locked in a fucking prison cell and they torture you every day and you literally can't leave the cell and you're literally being tortured by fucking, I don't know who you'd be tortured by, but- if you're being tortured, China, probably China. If you're being tortured, even in those circumstances, you can work on your fucking mental health. You can meditate. You can learn to get through the torture. You can use it as an opportunity to become a more stoic human being. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. And I'm not saying, like, I don't want any, I hope no one gets tortured. I hope you're not in that situation. But even in that situation, there's shit you can do. Until you take your last dying breath, mm-hmm. there is always something you can do. And- For those of you who, you know, have had these thoughts or maybe you've emailed me maybe you've left a comment where you say, here's all the stuff I can't do. You know, I can't do this. I can't do that. It's hopeless. Like it's not, I can't, it's not fair. Stop looking at the things you can't do because all you do when you do that is reinforce that I can't change. Like you're just telling, you're you're letting yourself off the hook. And what you need to do instead is start saying, okay, that's all the shit I can't do. Fine. Ignore that. What can I do? Start looking for what you can do and you can start small. Like maybe all you can do is make your bed in the morning, like make clean your room. That's it. That's all you can do. Mm. That's something that's better than nothing. And then from there, maybe all you can do is go outside and walk around for a little bit. That's better than nothing. Maybe you can go on my forums and start posting about your depression that's something. That's a, that's a lot more than zero, by the way. That's a lot. Mm. Maybe you can, if you're a little further along, maybe you can go outside and start talking to women. I know plenty of guys. I have guys in my group coaching right now who are like really, really overweight. Their looks are not where they need to be or not where they could be. They're kind of at the like beginning stages of their journey. And so for those guys, they could easily say, I can't talk to girls. Like I won't get good reactions. Like, why would I talk? I'm, I'm obese. Like, there's three guys in there right now that are obese. Is it three or is there more than that? There's at least three. There's three guys in there that are obese. And instead of, they, they could easily say, I can't talk to girls. Why would I talk to girls? I can't use Tinder. I'm fat. What would be the point? 
But instead, all of them have started looking at, like, what can I do instead? And so they've gone outside and talked to girls. Like, a lot of girls. One of them in particular, his best day was, like, fucking 16 girls that he hit on. There's another guy that's just been cruising around and hitting on chicks, and he's been getting some good reactions. Some of, uh, of them are ignoring him, and he's just, like, still doing it. And he's losing weight. They're both, or all three of them are obviously losing weight. That's something they can do. They're all on Tinder. They've all taken Tinder pictures. They're getting matches. They're getting a couple of dates. Yeah, nowhere near what, say, I would get or what anyone who's lean would get. But the point is they're doing something. Every day they're doing something. And what you do when you do something, even if it's something like pathetically small, like making your bed or something, you're building a habit. You're making it easier to do something the next day. There's no point waiting until circumstances are perfect before you do something. Because all you've taught yourself there is, I can only do something when everything is perfect. And 99% of the time, your life won't be perfect. Mm. It won't. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. I think specifically with the weight loss one, if you're doing all of like the good habits, like practicing talking to women mm-hmm. and going on dates, by the time you get to the point where you look like good. your environment or the way you look is far better, you already have all of the mental like groundwork Mm -hmm. you've already kind of worked through all of your shit that you need to you've Mm -hmm. kind of practiced the behavior so many times that you're not only are your circumstances better but you like are better at doing whatever it is that you're doing yeah it's like you've built the habit of being an ass kicker Mm. you've built a habit of having habits you're 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 the guy that goes for walks that counts his calories that hits the gym that works on his style, that takes Tinder pictures, that goes outside and talks to women. You've built that before you were ready to really reap the rewards. It's like you don't like, – like think of it like a farming analogy. You lay down the seeds, you water them. You have to like tend to your crops for months, like a year, depending on the crop, sometimes several years. And you don't get to reap the rewards until it's ready to harvest. Mm-hmm. Think of it like that. Like if you're at the point right now where you're not – I see this too many times. Guys will say, well, I'm not the guy that would get laid with a lot of women, so I shouldn't try. And it's like, bro, what the fuck? You don't just become that guy. Mm. You have to, like, plant the seeds, water them, tend to your crops, look after them, and then you reap the rewards at the end. That process can take two years, depending on the person you are. Some guys, it takes, like, three fucking months. They're almost ready. They just need a bit of a push. Some guys, like, if you're morbidly overweight, you're a virgin or something, you have any sort of mental hurdles or issues you need to overcome, that shit might take two years. It might. Are, are you saying that you shouldn't even start until you're re- Like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm. Like, what, are you going to lose all the weight and then build an awesome body and then start talking to women? That would take you, like, again, it would be like two years before you're even in that position. You could start talking to women now, mm. get some results along the way, and you will still get laid. Like, Somewhere along the way, I think guys mistook it that you have to be absolutely maxed out before any women will pay you any attention. I never fucking said that. I don't think anyone has ever said that. You want to improve your look so you get more women more easily, but you still get women even as an overweight, obese, even as an obese man, you'll still get some women. Yeah. It's almost like you're working on multiple goals a little bit at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe you're working on your mental health, but you're also working on losing weight and you're working on your confidence with women. And every day- all of those things can improve slightly. And by the time mm-hmm. you get to the end, everything is like so much better. Yeah. It's a concept that I know it's a book that you talk about all the time, The Slight Edge. Mm-hmm. It actually breaks things down into like, I think it's five categories. It's like yeah. health and fitness, money, mm-hmm. career, like relationships, 
mm. like health. Mm. And it talks about making a little step with each of those categories mm. every day. The one thing I differ from that book is I say don't do career and um, getting laid at, as your number one goals. Like, don't do those two together. But, yeah, to, to, to back up your point, yeah, you can take little baby steps towards each of those every day, sure. Mm. But I would still say have one goal that you obsess about and you pour 95% of your energy into that. And then all the rest you kind of do a little bit and, like, you're moving forwards over a long period of time. But your point is don't wait to start hitting on girls or whatever your goal is until like you're perfect mm. until everything like you can start right now and yes if you're overweight and you need to lose weight pour 95 percent of your energy into losing weight but then in your free time which you will have plenty of free time go outside and talk to some women even as a fat guy like you can still get dates you can still get laid you will have to put in way more effort of course so put in more effort but or, or reframe it and say i'm working on my confidence or i'm working on getting dates with women i'm not even going to try and get laid I mean, I'll, I'll try and get laid if that's a happy accident. But what I'm caring most about is like working on my confidence, working on hitting on chicks, like stuff like that. We've gotten a little bit off topic there. But the point of this rambly podcast has been what, Miss Imogen? That you never have to be the victim. Correct. And there's always something you can do. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, go out there as always. Crush your goals, all that good stuff. Don't wear masks. Don't get the vaccine. 9-11 was an inside job. You can't say that one. People get very touchy. On uh, the moon landing was fake. The earth is flat. You say all sorts of stuff that people get very touchy about. It's fine. I'm just going to uh, it. What are the and other truths that these people need to know? I don't necessarily internet? endorse these. Alex Jones is the man. I don't know who Alex Jones is. 5G is oh, uh, cancer, cause cancer. Terrible, terrible. What other conspiracies oh, are there? Some of those are probably true, though, actually. Uh... Joe Biden, Joe Biden has hairy legs. I'm just going to politely. <laughs> I love you. Mm. <laughs>